Let's do it. It's about to go down. Are we going to get hopped up enough to make some bad decisions? And perhaps play a little game called Just a Tip. Just for a second. You're goddamn right. Wash it down with one beer. Two beers. Three beers. A shot of whiskey. A margarita. And a bloody Mary. I've been drinking Kool-Aid jammers like I did when I was nine Cause I like to pretend that I haven't lost a time In the end, the nostalgia though it tastes fine I can only drink a couple cause it feels like a lie We play Halo and we lay low In our basement until the sun began to rise To be honest, like, it's kind of sad being a Steelers fan now. Because, like, my whole life, it's been like our defense has been so good, and, you know, it just kept us being good. I think it's sad because, like, I'm starting to feel like we're playing in a league now. Your team is young. You guys have a first round pick next year, right? Minka was only last year this year. Didn't you trade two firsts for Minka? Just one straight up. Okay, so that was Jamal. That was Jamal Adams for the Seahawks. They traded. And then they got two back with Russell. Minka, we literally gave him one first. My hope is that they draft a guy who I think they've already cut. We're like, just saying. I'm hoping the Bears trade back with Seattle. If they want that number. Currently, the Bears have the second overall pick. Why would the Seattle need the number two pick? I, I don't know. I want theirs because they have they got two. Gino, bro. <laughs> they have two first round picks, like five and 16 right now. They can be any team. And the Lions are the other team's two first-rounders. And this is a season where there's only 31 first-round picks. That's why I think you want to you want to get a team to trade you. That's going to be like in the 10 range, we'll say. They give you their first. 
their second, and next year's first. I think that's like the type of thing you want to go for just because because there's only 31 picks, like it makes the second round picks more valuable. Like the Steelers, for instance, like if we have the Bears, yeah, yeah. Second, like if you guys finish with the second pick, that's like based like 33rd picks almost a first round. Like you could definitely get a first round talent at pick 33. George Pickens is what? 54 or something like that. Such a steal. So and I understand that he's raw. That, that's why he's raw. Yeah. The reason he slipped was he's a little raw. But the biggest reason was the, the ACL tear. He only played four games this senior year. I don't like how unsupported he seems when he doesn't fall. I don't like when he does all this stuff. Man. I don't like when that happens. I get I think, it. I think it's the whole team's being. You have to be selfish as white people. Like, I think the Midwest Deontay shown that a little bit this year, too. I, I think it's just frustration with who we were putting up points. The last two weeks, we scored 30 and 24, and everything's been uh, I really think that... I think he's a real highlight reel. He is. That's the thing, is, like, if he gets the Apollo draft runner, if Deontay can rub off some of his running skills on him, he doesn't have a better play for him. Because right now, his thing is run game. Claypool and Pickens are different. But they're trying to kind of fill the same role right now. Go down there and throw it. He leads rookies in downfield yards. Pull on the slot. But that's not what he's good at. At least in this office. I wouldn't be dumb. There's no way he's struggling. I feel like he can't. I've thought that before. He can't be. Can he? He's an art aim. But they do care more than other colleges. Some. Like they, they also want to be relevant in football. Right. But I'm saying they do care more than other colleges. They're not the type of But he could be a, he could be an overall intelligent person, but not the football smart. That's possible. He's academically smart. He has to be. Notre Dame is like one of the few schools that cares. <laughs> like Florida State's like, what? You got a 1.0? Fine. <laughs> Well, I wonder if people can probably can hear that in the background that you're a you know, speaker. Yeah. I, uh, my thing about Claypool is he just needs he needs to fix some of his uh, his like fears, man. Who's Claypool's? He's scared to go across the middle. I don't like that he jumps he jumps up for a ball and hit him in the face. He fall. He can't have two feet on the ground. If he's more than three yards downfield, his two feet don't work. Like he's always falling. I don't know if you watched the game that brought it to watch him more now is a bear. He's always falling for no reason. Like untouched, falling over. He's like the most athletic, like the least athletic athletic person ever. Like he's this big physical specimen who's super fast, but just non rolling good at balance. He's like Tyler Lockett. He's just, uh, ball's going down. And he's 6'4, but he plays like he's 5'10. Because he jumps up in the air and tries to catch him like that. Significantly reduced. Yeah, that was my biggest thing that Steelers fans talk about. They, they showed the clip on, on the you know, first day of the year. There was a pass interference in the game at that play. The Dolphins? Yeah, the one that was pass interference. Yeah. He's still trying to catch the football like this in the air. And then they showed like, a similar play with Pickens from the same way with Pickens and catching the ball like this. And they're like, what a difference. High pointing the ball to rip it away from the corner and waiting for it to get to you. Like, 
Just a, just a piece of shit accuracy wise to he can just throw it wherever he wants and digs with another touchdown did you see the pregame in Detroit between Josh Allen and Stefan Diggs when they were stretching no. so Stefan Diggs I saw the that was something saving right I saw the after the game their weird hug that seemed like almost <laughs> homoerotic yeah it was a little much so, speaking of, that you say that, because during their their stretching, they were stretching next to each other. Diggs says, Happy Thanksgiving, man. Josh Allen, Happy Thanksgiving. I'm thankful for you. Stefan Diggs looks over. I'm thankful for you too, man. You don't know how much. You can hear his voice cracking, and they're, like, they're both mic'd up. It's like, that's really sweet. And now, weird hugs. Her cousins, man. Stefan Diggs is almost 30, right? He looks like a he looks like a little kid still. We gotta talk about but what a trade that worked so well for both teams. They end up being Diggs for Justin Jefferson straight up. Oh, they traded the pick. Yeah, they took Jefferson with. Like, just talk about a trade though that like worked so much for both teams. Like, it's such an equal trade because like the Bills get a veteran for their young quarterback. That's super duper good, and then the you know Vikings get younger with a guy who's also very very good, probably better, but will be is. Jared Jefferson's the best wide receiver in football. The system really does kind of the numbers kind of point that way. He's so good at everything too. Like that's. So. I don't even know if I told you. Speaking of best receiver in football, though. Cooper Cup. Four one out for Antonio Brown. Oh. Hooligan. Is, is he still in the standoff? I don't know. Last I heard, he was still in the standoff with Tampa Bay Police. The thing is, I really think, this is kind of weird, but I think that becoming the best wide receiver in football was the worst thing that ever happened to Antonio Brown. Well, yeah, because Because he was so driven to be the best. That once he became the best and everyone accepted that he was the best, he like snapped. He like all of a sudden became like an entitled, you know, jerk, basically. Like, you know what I mean? Just being, I can do whatever I want because yeah. I'm the best in football. But like, back, if you remember, like back when they were like, who's the best? Is it him? Is it Julio Jones? You can hear crap about Antonio. Once he becomes, everyone's like Antonio's the best in football. He lost his mind. Everyone was blaming Devontae's perfect hit, but I really think it was more just like he became the best, and then everyone agreed that he was the best, and then Juju had like more yards one season because everyone was like just tripling Antonio because was like agreed that he's the best, and he like snapped because he only cared about himself and. That goes falling on the ground, throws the ball, spikes it. I started to go be Myers in fantasy, and I regret it already. Out there, which is a concern. 
nothing. He was hurt, and I know he's active, but they didn't. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. I hate the crap that when they're active, when they're losing weight. Who's crazier? Yee or Yay? Or maybe. He's actually crazy. Like, Kanye's crazy, but Kanye's crazy with I think he's just trying to stay relevant. I think that some of his stuff's a little more calculated. Antonio's an actual insane person. I, I think he's going to actually get, like, hurt. Did you see Kanye's interview with Alex Joseph? He sided with Hitler. No, he, he, he had a said, black face mask on with a zipper up the middle, completely in black gloves. I still think that Kanye just does stuff for shock value on purpose a lot of the time. Like, his Katrina thing, his... Like, what are you doing? Max yeah. Jones falling down, throws the ball in the ground, trying to save you, throwing somebody... The anti-Semitic thing. I, I, I think a lot of that is just him... Trying to stay relevant. Shock value. Just like, yeah, shock value type stuff. To where Antonio, like, legitimately just feels out of control. Like, I don't think he's making his own choices. Like, I don't... Like, he's just an insane person. Oh, my goodness. Not that Kanye's exactly stable, but I think that he, like, at least mentally makes a decision whether it's the right decision or the wrong decision. Where I'm not even sure Antonio's out there making decisions. That was right, right. All these things feel impulsive. Yeah. And to me, that's what makes him feel crazier. Because I think all his actions are impulsive. They're going off the field in the middle of the game. Do they punt it or they fake it? They're the, the, the go leaving Tampa Bay, taking the jersey off. That was impulsive and stupid. Throwing the gummy penises at the cop. Impulsive and stupid. The multiple domestic violence things that he's done recently. Impulsive and stupid. Lack of the rape charge again, not in control of his own actions. Like I said, everything he's doing, he's just, just literally just making snap crazy decisions. It's insane. Another button there. To where Connie's just feel more calculated. Again, like he talked out where on a podcast. It's not like he was walking down the street and said something. Like when Antonio is crazy, it's like Antonio was seen at a hotel pool pulling his penis out. And shaking down a lady. Yeah. Connie's like, he was on a podcast. He says something crazy. He was on a news program and says, like, you know, it's like, it feels calculated. Yeah, Antonio Brown live with body cam footage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, like, that's true. I'll give you that. Like just randomly, we found Antonio Brown out huffing paint in a Home Depot. <laughs> Kanye is like, Kanye makes an anti Semitic statement on a podcast, on a TV show. Antonio's and we're like, we found him doing this insane crazy thing in secret. And what he thought was secret. So I am now like 16 days post COVID. Um, did I say that I test positive? I don't know. I last fever in 16 Why did I wait so long to get it? I should have got it when it was cool. I got it when it was at. I got it when it was That's kind of my life though. I didn't have a, if I didn't have something cool like a, like a shoes or the clothes, I'm old enough now I can get them. So, for some reason, my mom is still testing negative in this house. Jackson got it. I got it. Nicole's presumed positive because she had the same thing. I will say, it's tired. Like, 
bags in my eye. Like I can feel like I don't know how big my bags are. But I'm, I'm I was actually on. I was on call, so the last one was like oh, I can't call. Off. But the speed responded well to Dayquil. I didn't think it was going to Oh, I thought you, you knew you were No, no, no. I didn't have something. Yeah, that's it. I thought I just probably had some, some sort of bug. I never would have tested, but a few days later, Doing well, starting to feel. So the goal, before his birthday, the goal, taking the first few pairs, as you see, and we pass up the contagious, so we don't bring a bunch of kids and adults over. Those are the urgent pairs, that's positive COVID. By then, I'm good to go. Custom cupcakes, custom cookies, Mickey and Minnie balloon arch. Inflatable water slides and everything. It was it was real shitty. And then the following Wednesday, I feel like I might have something. I'm pretty tired for no reason. And bam, tested positive. My mom sounds like shit, and she keeps testing negative. I don't I don't know what it is. Not even a touch of a line. Or But I was surprised. I never thought I'd get it. I'm safe at work still. So I have been exposed to probably 30, 40 people that have had it or had long, long COVID or uh, recent positive, but CDC said five days. Five days no fever and they're considered safe. And I messed up and everything Now RSV is just destroying the kids. Marking them in daycare. They get exposed to everything. They need to start licking doorknobs. Probably the last five scoring offenses that led the league are probably five greatest offenses of all time. No, 
I agree, but that's why I said like 20 or 30, just in the last decade, there have been some stellar teams. I still consider like that OA Patriots team. That's the best offense of all time. Yes. By far. They were just two of teams. But like the thing is, they not only really broke the coach record, they like there were times like Randy Moss there was one game Randy Moss had four touchdowns in a half. And they pulled they pulled the starters because it was forty two nothing or forty nine nothing at halftime. Like there were games they could have scored close to a hundred had they wanted to. They beat the Dolphins like seventy to twenty. Like they, like they were they were ridiculous. Because they had Welker and Moss and Gronk. Like it wasn't fair. You were a Madden, Madden fantasy draft. Some of the, some of those, I mean, as much as I hate Madden, which are really against the Colts, but like, some of their offenses were really good. The Pace, uh, Broncos team is sick. Oh, and the record. Demarius Thomas. And freaking Julius Thomas. Yeah, yeah. See him in San Francisco over New England. I, because I, I still fucking hate the Patriots. Yeah, like it is funny though because there was the only reason I'm reacting that way is because an article that was basically predicting that's where he goes next year. No, no, he doesn't. Like he, he could say all this. He's not. Was Belichick retiring this season? I could see him going back to New England if Be- if Bill retires. He had a deal lined up with Vegas already. The only person that stopped it was John Gruden because he wanted Derek. Dana White talked about it. Um, yeah, I think 
doesn't think it's now, but it's there. No. Walt confirms he was going to go there. So they're like, you have to stand in the pocket and make right decisions. They're like, you can't be running around and flipping it. And he's still, still done. Like the, the greatness of Andy Reid was basically being like, go ahead and try to do that stuff. Do what you got to do. And then like embracing it and boy, did it work. I was going to pull up. Did you see his freaking targets last week? No. Last week, I think showed why I think he's by far the best quarterback in football. That was fucking Mahomes-esque right there. But here's why I think Mahomes is the best. The Rams basically take Kelsey away by shadowing him with Ramsey the whole game. Being like, he's not going to be that. So Kelsey gets eight targets, right? Mahomes throws it six times to Sky Moore, six times to Jarek McKinnon, five to Valdez Scantling, three to Juju, three to Fortson, two to Watson, two to Gray, one to Pacheco, in one to Ronald Jones. Ten different receivers had catches in that game. Jumping out of bounds. And Mahomes threw for 320 yards to ten receivers. No, he's a freak athlete. He's really good. I'm not saying... I said I'm not saying he's... I'm just saying, like... If Diggs does nothing... Or if Diggs isn't active, can Josh Allen do the same thing? 
He didn't do it pre-Diggs, but I know he was younger. But I'm just saying, like, if you take Diggs out of the... I would be very interested to see, like, when Diggs isn't playing, can he just feed Gabe Davis? Okay, so he is better... Do I'm saying, like, I'm saying, like, they didn't have... They don't want a more receiver anymore. And he's Rams, better at adapting. The Rams were like, we're not letting you get Kelsey. So Kelsey had 50 yards. Mahomes like, I'll just throw it to 10 different people and throw for 320 yards. Like, like if, in fantasy this year, unless you have Kelsey, you're like, wow, this sucks because Mahomes doesn't care who he throws to. So you go, I remember one year, last year, last year, um, there was a game where Mahomes didn't have Tyreek or Kelsey, and everyone's like, oh, can he do it? Was dude, that the game the that dude ha- threw for like 270 yards in the second quarter. Hit, threw like 100 yards and two touchdowns to Marcus Robinson. Yeah, that was like Hardman's <laughs> had like Hardman a 78-yard one. Like Mahomes doesn't care. He, he just, I think it, I would really want to applaud the Chiefs too for trading Tyreek Hill, letting another team pay him all that money he wanted to pay, getting the two first. I think that's so smart. Like it's so smart. It's so smart if you know, because you know the ins and outs. Like you know. Well, I'm saying it's smart because you basically are like, Mahomes is going to make anybody good. So let's not pay a receiver $30 million and have that money for defense and off. You know what I mean? An offensive line. You're not going to cripple the team. Mahomes is going to make whatever running backs and wide receivers out there work. So I'm not going to. I cannot. You're maybe, not wrong in that. It's not fair to Josh Allen because, you know, he hasn't had the opportunity to play without Diggs. Because he's already but, on his third offensive coordinator too. Mm-hmm. Um, but Josh Allen, I just, I don't like the, his playing style nearly as much. I hate all the designed runs. Dude gets hit so much by big people; it's going to be bad. He's such a he's a big Mahomes, old cowboy. Mahomes last week had a had a scramble. He ran for ten yards and slid at the one yard line. He would. He could he could he could have easily scored a touchdown on that play, but Mahomes is like, I'm not taking a hit. Like, to me, that's so smart. In a regular season game, if you're the Bills or the Chiefs, you have no business taking hits as a quarterback. You're going to make the playoffs, dude. Punt. Turn the ball over on downs. It's one regular season game. You're 8-3 and three or whatever. Okay, so you talk about risking the regular season. Does Fields play Sunday against the Packers? He shouldn't. That's not what I asked. I, I don't know. Probably. He shouldn't, though. He's okay. practicing this week. Full practice, full participant today. I don't think he should. Now, here's here's my thing. If you want to play him and you want to pull him aside and say, dude, don't run. Don't take hits. Play him. We're Let not, him learn the developments. We're not designing runs. Yeah, exactly. But if you go out there and you run him 15 times again, it's like, dude, you're three and nine. Like, to me, if he's, it depends for me. You should play him if he's 100%. If he's truly 100%. Play him, let him get the game experience, sure. But if he's dinged up at all, I'd be like, we're putting you on IR. Like, you're, we've seen enough. You're really good. Let us get you offensive line help with our picks this year. Like, what I'm doing with the Bears, I'm trading number two, trying to get two first, like you said, and taking two offensive linemen to protect my investment in Justin Fields. Well, they've also got an elite bad defense. So, like, you can't just. No, that's fine. But I'm saying I'm protecting Fields first. Fields is young. You have time to build a team. There is the they benefit. Plenty, and here's your thing: they they have plenty of money. Yeah, like tons. Fifty more than fifty million more than the second most. So team. it just depends on who you think you can convince to come to your team offensively or on offensive line and on defense. Who you can you sign? If there's any strength in this free agency class, I think there's eleven of the top fifty offensive linemen in the league free agents. Okay, then sign those guys. Yeah. 
But I'm saying, like, then maybe don't you have to trap him. But regardless, I'm saying if, if he's dinged up, don't go out there and get him hurt. Sit him down. Go get some offensive linemen one way or another. <laughs> that can keep him upright next season. Because part of his running isn't even all his fault. Like, not that running is ever a fault, but, like, part of the reason he has so many attempts is because he's running for his life on a lot of plays. Yeah, that's why he leads the league in scramble yards. Yeah. So, by 100. So, to me, it just... To me, like, you got to protect your investment somewhat. Or you could play him, but be like, dude, don't you dare go out there and take big hits. Check down. Check so, down. Like, if you're running, I want to see you sliding. I want to see you getting out of bounds. You know, I don't want to see you getting hit. Yeah. Throw it to Montgomery. Throw it to Herbert. Get out of the fucking way. It's going to be hard to Mac Jones. Her- Mac Fields. It's going to be hard to watch Herbert. You throw it to Herbert when he's not active, but. You know what I mean. Throw it to uh, Darrington Evans. That's my thing. Is just you gotta. I think that I've seen enough to think that he's good. So like, don't mess him up. I was a little disappointed in how he got hurt. The, Going for that touchdown, we lowered his shoulder. Like, I get it. Like, and that's the hard. That's the hard thing about playing him for me. You can't tell a competitor. Can't take the competitor out. Like, of you can't school. tell. Like, you can't tell Kingerfrey Junior. Don't dive into that wall. Like you, know I mean? you, you can tell him all you want, but it's react. It's a reaction. You just gotta train him as much as you can to uh, slide, man. Like you're too important. Like I hate Josh Allen taking those big hits because, like, the thing is, like, you're too important to your team. I'm not saying you can't physically do it. It's just if there is a freak accident where you do get hit wrong, it kills the team. So I don't like it. And I don't think Josh Allen's design runs because he didn't tackle by linebackers a lot of the time. Well, I think they're okay with it because he's bigger than the... But you still, still not good, man. Like, I understand he's big, but, like, Ben was big. Ben got hurt all the time, and he didn't even run. Like, you take enough hits from those guys, those freaking giant human specimens <laughs> that weigh 300 pounds, like, it wears on you. I have no pro- I have more patience like the Lamar types because like when he's getting hit, it's getting he's getting hit by a corner who's like barely you know what I mean like you're not getting lit up when yeah. you like in, in fields even when he takes off, a lot of the time he's not going to get lit up because like a corner's not going to light you up. It's and, the designed and, runs and, where he's running off tackle essentially and, with and, a yeah. lead back, and a safety's not going to light you up when you're already in the open field because he's going 18 miles an hour, and he's a safety just trying to stop you because you're too elusive for him to like try to spear you. To where Josh Allen, where he's designed runs like we can get lit up by Aaron Donald. I don't like that. <laughs> like, like if, when you have a chance to get lit up by a defensive tackle, you're you're doing it wrong, man. Like. So I don't mind scrambling so much. But, like, I watched Josh Allen on Thanksgiving. He scrambled. We ran 20 yards. Got the first down. I'm like, see, that's the type of run I don't care with about. And then freaking just runs headfirst into a safety and, like, flips. And I was like, I would slide. <laughs> you had the first down by 10 yards. Get down. You know, you didn't even gain extra. You gained maybe one yard with that hit. But you took a hit. So dumb. So I just. To me, he's not, like I said, it's not an athlete thing. It's just a protect your investment thing. I'm all for. You have Tim Tebow, run him. That's what he is. Like he's a fullback with a weak arm. Yeah, yeah. You, you you're capping yourself if you're just not running him. In a way, I'm kind of feeling like that's what Jalen Hurts is. You gotta run him because, like, 
Is he good if he, he doesn't run? I think he thrives on that confidence that he gets. Yeah, with the read op, run the triple option where he can hand it off, take off himself, or throw. That's what makes him good. So you have to do it because if he just draws back and throws, I don't think he's good. He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't have that. He's not a great arm talent. And that's why I'm extra mad at Josh Allen. He's good enough to just stand back in the pocket and be a pocket passer. So the fact that and he's got a great offensive line, he'll get five seconds. He can throw it seventy yards. Yeah. And the fact that. They're letting having designed runs with him is so freaking stupid. And they have four. Because look at that. I mean, that's plenty of time. He's got a perfect pocket. And that's a pick. Or it should have been. Good lord, that was a horrible throw. Yeah, just Bragg's arm floating. <laughs> that was a horrible decision. That's another thing. I think Josh Allen's decision making skills aren't as good as Mahomes. Not even close. You're right. And I think that's a big difference. Between Mahomes Josh Allen is a physical freak. Mahomes is so smart. He will he's throw it perfect. right he's at a, a foot. Like he's, he's a perfect cornerback he's, he's like he really is he's he's mobile throws he, it he, as hard as Brett Favre plays. he scrambles he always slides he never takes big hits he can make the video game throws always throwing it to the right decision he'll throw it away with the best of them yeah he, he's like four of the x factors <laughs> on Madden but also like not just throwing it up. oh look it's a design, design run, run. getting get hit, hit by, by tackles and a linebacker defensive lineman and a linebacker Boy, they're really proving points here. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, wow, let's just make let's just make Zach's arguments look smart. That sucked that. What is that? And it was only what, two yards? Yeah, he got two yards in the middle of the field at his own 35 or whatever. That's dumb. You know, that other dude was like, uh, Sean McDermott's like, you know, when you Josh down, I want to get hit a little bit here. Let's let him take it right up the freaking gut on second and 10. <laughs> second and 10. Let's run Josh Allen between the tackles. And I don't mind QB sneaks like the at the like to get one yard. The one yard. You're not really getting hit. You're just kind of sliding. You know what I mean? Like you don't see what you're, you're falling down your line. Oh, look, it's time to throw here. Six seconds. Seven seconds. Eight point one four seconds. Into triple coverage. To throw this pick. And <laughs> quadruple coverage. Triple coverage. Yeah. Man, that was not a good set of downs to prove say for him to be in the same tier. So as I was initially <laughs> almost throws a pick. Second and ten, they're like designed run between the tackles for Josh Allen. And then he shows that his offensive line's good by holding the all into the football for eight seconds to throw a jump ball into triple coverage. Almost quadruple coverage. Almost. So I was gonna say you can't put one person in his own tier, but after watching that <laughs> Mahomes is in his own tier. I think Andy Reid would ever say, second and ten, let's run Mahomes through the tackles. In between the guard and the center, let's let's go get him tackled by, you know, 820 pounds of man. No, I don't think so. Because <laughs> it's not worth it. Like, the other thing is, you're up 17 to 7 in a regular season game. Why? And like I said, it was second and ten. It's not like they were at the goal line and they were trying to trick him into him running into the end zone from, you know, three yards out. They were at their own. Like, it was that was a weird design run. Ian, the worst part is, like, they try to be tricky. No one's surprised when Josh Allen runs, man. Like, you guys do it, like, 11 times a game. I don't know. I probably almost put Josh, Josh Allen in his own second tier. Yeah. Ran over, but, like, at the same time, like, just frustration like on my part but just and I don't blame Josh Allen at all I blame the coaching like he's too good to try to run for two or three yards that what was the best case scenario he had five yards and hit by a linebacker what what, like what's here do you put some like Herbert in then oh four I'm not sold 
I'm not. I'm not. You done. You take Keenan Allen from him, and he couldn't do anything. <laughs> Even when he had Mike Williams and Eckler, you took Keenan Allen, and he wasn't that good. They, it's hard to be a good quarterback without number one. There are very few guys who could do it in the history of football. I think. So, like, you see the passing. Like Tom, put, could, Tom can do it. Peyton put, can do it. I put Burrow above Mahomes Herbert. Can do it. I think Burrow's just a much better decision maker. Similar arm strength. I put Lamar in tier three. I'm a Lamar believer, though. I think he's, oh, I'm big. I'm, I think I'm he's so good. I'm all for Lamar. I think Lamar is so underrated. He's not put up the stats this year, but I'm like, who's he supposed to throw to? His number one receiver, his top receivers right now are Devin Duvernay and Demarcus Robinson. Demarcus Robinson hit big last week. Yeah, because Lamar's good. Not <laughs> because Demarcus Robinson's good. Let's see. Sadly, I think that there is another quarterback. Who probably belongs in the Josh Allen tier. Not a guy I'm rooting for. It is a guy who's coming back this week from a lengthy suspension. You put him that high, huh? He's good, man. Like, will he look that good this week? Probably not coming off that much rust. But, like, 2020 Deshaun, like when he last played football, yeah, he's that high. He's good. Oh, uh, let's see. I don't think I, I wouldn't rank Russell Wilson as low as a lot of people are right now. I think Nathaniel Hackett is a freaking moron. I think that they're losing three of their five offensive linemen. Jerry Judy's out. His best running backs out. The two, the top two running backs that he had on the, at the beginning of the year are not playing on the team anymore. How are you going to succeed in a new system for a new team? Where your coach is an idiot and you're missing three starting offensive linemen, you know, you're one of your best receiver, one of your top two receivers, depending on how you look at it, and your two running backs. You can't succeed. No one, I don't think, I think there's like two quarterbacks who would look good on the... The Broncos? The Broncos. Like, I think Mahomes would still look good because he's so good. I think Josh Allen would probably look okay. I think Lamar, because of his mobility, would look okay. But I think everyone else would pretty much look horrible. On the Broncos, because it, you know what though, I, I don't even say that. Lamar might go there, and they might he might have one rushing attempt in the game because Nathaniel Hackett might be like, well, "Our quarterbacks can't run," <laughs> like just because that's he's true. Like, he he's really so he'd, dumb. He'd protect them. Well, I'm just saying he's he's so set in his ways, though. Is what I'm getting at. You know, when you split this up, like when you talk about talk about tiers, once you leave like the top four, there's a huge drop off in talent. Yeah, like tiers of like ten. Towards but, it's like they're all the same after after a little bit. I think that's too high for Dak. Like well, maybe not. There's not a lot of greatness. Two is good, man. I was a two, two believer. I'm not. A, I wasn't a believer. He just acted. But I think he just got so obliterated by the media. Well, he, he, I feel like his wide like receivers. People didn't like him because he doesn't have a cannon. That was his his flaws where he doesn't have a cannon and he's left handed and he's short. Those are his faults. No one was ever like, he's not super accurate. He's not smart. He's you know he makes bad decisions. His mechanics are bad. Everyone was like, ew, he's left-handed. <laughs> ew, he's short. Like, get over yourself. Those things are both. You can get around those things. Herbert's too high at ten. 
I think so. I think Tom might be too low at nine because he's his wide receivers have been hurt most of the season. Tom's better than Dak. I absolutely agree. Lamar's better than Dak. Yes. Gino, he's probably more Gino like, he should be removed from the list, and we should only have to rank thirty-one because he's such an enigma. From pure talent, <laughs> yeah. From pure talent, he is good, but no, from this season, he's an asshole. From this season, he's fifth or sixth. Dude's making throws. Like even when you're watching it, you're like, "Dang, man!" Like they're not. It's not like I he's did, just put up sassy. I think he always had that talent. <sighs> he was a killer at uh, West Virginia. He looks so good for whatever reason now. I think he, because he's an asshole, his Jets teammates didn't like him. Dak is he got punched out by an undrafted free agent in his rookie year. Yeah. And the teammate didn't even step up to defend him. It's also fair to say that he's probably matured by then. I mean, people shouldn't only yeah. be judged from what they did when they were 21. <laughs> right. To be honest. Like, you give a, t- a 21-year-old a shit ton of money, I'm probably, an ass- I'm probably an asshole now at 34. If you give me $15 million. And especially, like, I like to get past to him, like, what's the worst thing he'd done? Like did was he just kind of a jerk at twenty one? Like you can get a pass. Did he like rape a pig? All right, well you know what I mean. Like there's levels to the stuff. Like like what what uh, Deshaun Watson did. There's no I don't care if you're fifty. You're still awful. You know what I mean? Like you still did awful things. We're like if you are fully yourself at twenty one, it's like you know how all these guys should have big egos. They should. They've been told they're the greatest thing ever since they've been probably like nine. <laughs> like, and just were the best thing that's ever happened to their high school. You know, like. Does Mike White start the rest of the year? Yeah. He's better than Zach Wilson. Is Zach Wilson done? Unless, uh, he's going to need to be a Geno Smith thing. I think he has all the talent in the world, but he's such a little twat. He's a little twat. Did you see the interview with him? No. That, No. Do you think you let down your offense while you putting up three points? No. Oh, so you did see it? Oh, yeah. And it was just the way he said, like, the body language and all. Oh, my God. I knew he was a fucking bust when he was at the NFL draft and everyone's celebrating. He just stayed in the back. Just... My goodness, man. Such a little twat. That's all. He just turned out to be more of a, th- I think, more of an arrogant prick than he looked like at BYU. I realize you have to have a certain moxie to be quarterback, especially in a major market. But I think it's not moxie. I think he's just a standoffish, non-leader arrogance. Okay, so wait, who who was above Kyler? I was curious. I was curious who like who was like I saw Herbert was ten. What's eleven through fourteen? To be honest, I can't. I don't think I you, I could legitimately put Trevor Lawrence above Kyler Murray. I'm not a Kyler Murray fan at all, but he's been doing it for years. Trevor Lawrence has had a good two Ooh, weeks. Trevor Lawrence looks so good this year. He's looked good the last few weeks. Maybe game-wise, but when you watch his film, like he's making some big boy throws this season. He's got the an difference, arm. The difference it takes from going from uh, Urban Meyer to Doug Peterson, though. He looks so much better. Yeah, this uh, is his rookie year, I, to, in my opinion. like He should get the same pass to me, next as year, Fields. Next like, year, when they inevitably fire Nathaniel Hackett, Russell Wilson will be playing in his first season for the Broncos. Like, do you have to do that kind of thing? Like, you got to have a pass when you play with such a moron. All right, so 11 Rodgers, that's too high. <laughs> I, I don't think he has it anymore, man. He's already thrown nine interceptions, which is almost like his career high. And it makes you wonder, like, how much of him was just wide receiver dependent. He lost to Fonte Adams, and uh, not You go back, anymore. he's had a pretty elite wide receiver at least a couple of years, a, a clip, you know, like, uh, no Nelson. one loved 
Jordy was the shit for yeah. years. Great route runner. Jimmy 12, too high. Um, I'm Greg gonna, Jennings. I'm think all these guys are too high. Donald Driver. Quarterbacks are just bad. <laughs> so, I understand they're saying how they're playing right now, so it's it's hard. Cousins should be around 13 and 14. That's fair. He's just. The, I do think Jimmy goes above Kirk. Because you know, Kirk Jimmy and Kirk are both the models the of mediocrity. Jennings. Obviously, has a higher ceiling than people above, like the three or four people above him. I'm not a big. I didn't, I'm not sold in Connor because he just seems smart. like an asshole. He's not smart. All right, and yeah. like we talk about that, the arrogance. Yeah, he said he was. His brain works at such a high frequency. I, don't, I can't That's watch why the I had film. The lowest wonder like in the, his draft class. Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, part de. Jacoby Brissett, seventeen. Get out of here. Twenty-three. Twenty. Well, maybe thirty. I think from a pure talent-wise, Derek Carr should be above Brissett. Brissett's, Brissett's got a, not good, man. Brissett has a stronger arm, but not a better arm. He's not good. Well, what are your stats? Go up. What touchdowns to picks? Was it 12 to 6? <laughs> yeah, but he's only thrown to one wide receiver. 12 to 6, man. That's terrible. It's six fumbles. 12 turnovers, 12 touchdowns. What a boss. So as we quit talking about Josh Allen, he goes... So bad. 240 or... Like, he's yeah, just, but look at 10 to 4. 14 to 7. 16 and 6. 16 and 6 isn't bad. 17 and 9 is not good either. 16 and 4 is good. Yeah, but he also didn't throw the ball. 12 was just so little, man. That's not it's not bad either, but it's It's not even the it's not even the six picks. Six picks. A lot like, of picks this season. Oh, look at Brady though. Like that's <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like a lot of hate for Brady. 17 and 7 is pretty picks. good. Because, like, when you look at Lamar, you have to do he has total. He touchdowns, too. You, you also have to do total touch, total pass yards, or yeah, total yards. That's 3,000. Yeah. That's up there with Tom and the gang. Gino, 19 and 5. Oof. 10 and 6. What a stud. <laughs> Elite. Is it weird that I think Dak is both one of the most underrated quarterbacks in football and one of the most overrated. No, I'm totally with you. Totally with you. It's depends who you're talking to. Are you talking to a Cowboys fan? They're overrating the Jesus crap out Christ, of him. Jesus Christ, bro. But if you're, are you talking to a Cowboys fan? They're overrating the living snot out of him. Are you talking to another fan? They're underrating him. Because <laughs> Cowboys fan thinks he's like the best quarterback in football. Oh my goodness. You see, look at the difference between Josh Allen and Tua touchdown to pass to picks. 19 to 3 in two less games, man. But you have to add in yards. There's 3,600 yards, 3,700 yards. Two less games. That's true. <laughs> like, two less concussions. <laughs> Ooh, Jalen Hurts, 17 and 3. And eight rushing. And eight rushing. And eight fumbles. Eight? That feels like there a, are the, a lot of them are at the handoff, too. That's what sucks. 29. 29 and 8. What a freaking plus a stud. Yeah. First of all, those eight picks. Do you see his first, like, four picks of the season were all tipped, like, off his receiver's hands? Dude's so good. But anyway, sorry. So, uh, like, we're through, like, 15. What else we got? Man, there's just a huge gap. I just can't wait till we get to the mediocrity where they're just throwing names and I get really... We're getting past mediocrity now. I'm saying when they, when they get to the point where, like, we're getting to bad quarterbacks and I just hate the list. All right, so... Brissett, Carr, that's too low on Carr. Goff, ugh, he's not good. Daniel Jones is terrible. Andy Dalton's not good. Taylor Heineke's actively not good. Mike White might be okay. He's not played much, but like... No, he looked good he, last he year, too. Be, he's better than Heineke. <laughs> like, 
Heineke's bad. Mac Jones is thinking. See, Kenny Pickett, too, here's my look, frustration. Look, how are you? Yeah, here's my frustration. I understand that Kenny Pickett, I, I feel like he's you, a rookie. You can't really rank guy Like, you can almost not even rank guys who's played that little, man. And that the three to eight looks terrible. Our offense is a mess. His he threw what six picks in his first like three games. <laughs> yeah, a, a Kenny's three to eight looks better to me than a six seven in the second year in the same system. With he did lose. He was straight up benched for like half a game. Yeah. for Bailey Zappi. Matt Ryan. He'll, he's he's washed. He's washed. Man. Look Are at his fumbles. <laughs> in 10 picks. He has 23 turnovers, man. Yeah, Matt Ryan. Took it away from people. Sorry. Matt Ryan. 11-10 with 13 fumbles. Yeah. Marriott, I don't even know how you rate him on a team that won't throw the football. Danger. That's too low. It's probably too low, yeah. That's just recency bias. Like Again, like some of this like is box score watching. Well, yeah, because look at Justin Fields isn't on the list. It's like from who played last season or last game. Yeah. And I just think it's like... Where they put Simeon? Thirtieth. That's fair. But here's my thing: it's like that twenty-eight for Russell Wilson. That's just box score watching. And like I understand that some of what he's done has looked bad. That's fine. But like, it's not. Like this is you can't. It's hard to isolate a, a quarterback when you have things like systems. Like Russell, there's no doubt in my mind. Russell Wilson is better than Jacoby Brissett. Right. <laughs> but they have Brissett like at 16th. It's just a better situation. Yeah, Marcus Mariota is better than Danger Wilson. Come on. Yeah, he's not. That's my thing. It's like, that's a hard time with Matt Ryan is just done. He looks like he's struggling. He looks like Kyle Orton. He just struggles to throw an out pattern. And, that, and that's why I have a hard time with that list is it's not really like how they performed. It's just like partially a box score thing. It's rough. Should we get to our picks before we get too long? I don't know how far we're at. We're at 50 minutes. Yeah. All right. So we both like the Bills because this spread is laughably bad. By the way, do you see? Hurry, look at this stat. Do you see the receiving leader this this game? Look at his position. Do you see it? No. Wait, Marcus what? Jones, the guy with the 50 some yard touchdown. Oh. He's a corner. And a special teamer. Yeah. But he's starting on defense. And he has two Starting catches. on defense? Yeah, and he's like 50-some yards and a touchdown on a bomb-ass catch, yeah. He's just, a, he's just a, they're a turner, so they put him in. All right. We picked the, yeah, we both picked the Bills before the actual kickoff. Oh, yep. last season, or last week, I was 8-8, eight and eight, you were 9-7. I thought we both did worse. We finished really strong in the afternoon and uh, night games. I'm 83-94 and 94 now. <clears throat> yeah, you had, a, you had three rough <laughs> weeks in a row. so bad. So, I'm 87-90. But I thought that was bad until I realized Vegas win percentage is 54%. Huge mega profit. You have to be 54%. Uh, we're not far off of being fucking... You're a little further. I pulled away a little bit. I'm yeah, a four-game lead. You know it's, what this tells you, though? Don't bet every game, man. Don't bet absolutely every, Don't bet every game. This game, I would have thrown the farm at. I would have made it in a parlay with another game I liked on Sunday. This felt weird. Josh right. Allen with his elite ball handling skills from the ball. All right. I took, we both took the Bills. Jet at the three point favorite Vikings. That's God, gonna, I, I think it should be higher than that. Like, that's got to take the Vikings. I know the defense has been good, but. Oh. 
That's such a big spread, man. That's a big spread against a bad team, though. Oh, I hate the Broncos so much. I guess give me the Ravens. I just can't bet on Nathaniel Hackett and his moron ways. It's like, do you just want to make all the picks the same? <laughs> it's suggesting it. Obviously the Steelers. Jeepers, creepers. Learn to type, big hands. Jags is the one-point favorite. Lions. I'll take the Jags. I'm, I, I'm just going T-Law, man. I'll ride with him a week. Take the Eagles. Oh, my goodness. Are we all doing this? This is the most same picks we've had ever. I know, and obviously the Browns, too. This is bad, man. There's talks of the Texans being the worst team Commanders. in years. Oh, finally, a different pick. Yeah. I'm surprised. Honestly, I can't believe I took the Giants. <laughs> Because I, I actually, Commander's I like run game just looks good, man. The I like Heineke best. more than I like Daniel Jones. <laughs> this is bad. The run defense, though, the commanders are so good. So maybe they can isolate Keep Saquon a bit. I can't pick the, I, I can't, I know, you can take the Packers. We don't even know who yeah. the quarterback is for the Bears. The this Packers. is one, stay the fuck away from if you're betting. Because, like, the feel, the... The spread's going to change tremendously because you don't even know who the quarterback is for the Bears. Dude, the half is so bad on this next one. Gotta take the Seahawks, man. The Rams are so bad. They've lost Aaron Donald now, too. Um, talk 49ers. The, I, think, I think the 49ers will. And that's one of my favorite picks of the week. I think they're going to embarrass the Dolphins. There's talk that Stafford's going to be just shut down for the season. They should. I, I think the 49ers are going to absolutely embarrass the Dolphins. I think the Raiders' run game's going to... I think they're going to bully the Chargers. Will Josh Jacobs be active? Question of the week. Will it matter if they have Zemir White? I don't know. Um, God, the Raiders... They Man. talk about a team that blows it. Um, God, that's so gross. I'll give, give me... Ugh, I hate that game. Yeah, I wouldn't bet on it. No, it's like both. I, I think both teams are. I could see the, the yeah. The problem is I can see a f- total absolute blowout on either game. On Give either me the side. Chargers. Allen Keenan Allen's back. People are going to think that they're a surgeons of Herbert's real. All right, Chiefs. Is this the lowest, the smallest spread Cowboys. for the Chiefs? Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. The Colts are so, 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 so bad. I mean, we beat them. If they stick to the run game. But we I beat just, them. We beat them fairly easily, man. Right. We beat them. We're not good. No, you pick the Colts so I can catch up a game. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep it. I'll keep it. Whatever you want, man. The thing is, the defense of the Cowboys is going to be a freaking nightmare for Matt Ryan. It's going to be so bad. You're right. I'll, t- I'll accept my loss because I put that first. So I won't be swayed. Uh, they Maybe they can backdoor into covering 10 and a half. Um, Bucks. I, they have to get it together eventually, right? That's what I keep telling myself. They lost to the Browns last week with Brissett, but I keep telling myself, God, that's such a horrible throw. Dude, Josh Allen out here making... Terrible plays. <laughs> Since you were like, is he the same? He's out here looking real bad. <laughs> Man, we only got what? Two different picks? One, two, three, four. Okay, we got four different ones. All right, it's not too bad. That just means that we're on the right side of history probably for the most part. 
Anyway, jeepers creepers. So my feelings are Mike White. I think it's going to be, I think this is going to be a, just an explosively high scoring game. I don't think it'll be a 17, 14 for fun. For fun. He's here. Who do you think, what game this week do you think has the most points scored? Total? Yes. Jags Lions. But same. And it's not close. The The highest Vegas total is Chiefs Bengals. But I, I I think it'll be Jags Lions. There's both the type of offenses that are just going to like. It's going to turn into a free-for-all. Mm-hmm. I think there'll be, in that game, I think there'll be three touchdowns over 50 yards. Possible. All right, well, before we get out of here, just want to say congrats to the U.S. men's national team making it to the round of 16. This is the last week we'll say, we'll say congrats when they inevitably was lose their game tomorrow. today? Tomorrow, I believe. They clinched, they clinched on Tuesday to make it to the round of 16. With a, with a draw? They won. They drew, drew, won. Hmm. They, drew, they had a draw when they were about evenly matched. They, drew, they got a draw against England, which was good. And then they beat Iran. They play Saturday against Iran. They play Saturday against Netherlands, and they'll probably lose. That'll probably be that. Speaking of soccer, what do you think about Ronaldo? What about him? He offered a contract for about $240 million a year to play in Saudi Arabia next year. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't do it. He already, I, he already is paid what fifty million a year. I understand the difference, but like, how much do you like? He's already going to make like five hundred million dollars. Like to me, let's see what was it. I know I have a safe here. I made a bookmark of it. What are you looking for? Oh, I didn't save it. Try it didn't blow up more. Ronaldo, Saudi Arabia. Yeah, just Google that. Two hundred and seven million dollars a year to play in Saudi Arabia. With Al Nasir FC as their top flight in Did Saudi he, he Arabia. He said no, right? No, he's expected to sign it. Really? Yeah. Kind of surprised. Because he has to just be, he has to be like. He's got to be close to, he's close, he's got to be close to a billionaire with sponsorship deals. That's what I'm saying. Like over there, like he's, he's one of the best two soccer players in the entire world. And that's like the world sport. He's got to have so much money he doesn't know to do with why. And the amount of sponsorships he has, I think Just him taking this contract will be a pay cut. The amount of companies who will cut ties. I don't think it'll be a pay cut. 204 a year? That's so much. Five years, that's over a billion dollars. It's only a two-year contract. $0.4 billion. <laughs> That's so much money, man. His net worth is probably like seven hundred million. He's about to make like, I guess that it's so much money. But like, how much money do you need is what I'm getting at. 
He's like, what do you, if you have 700, let's say he's worth 700 million, right? What, what's the difference between 700 million and 1.1 billion? So like, he's got Nike, Herbalife, Dazone, uh, Clear, MTG, uh, Altice Portugal, which is a, a TV uh, provider systems. Well, what's to say his net? What's his net worth? Yeah, Live Score, Tag Hewer, Louis Vuitton, Jacobs and Co. Uh, CR Seven stuff, which is I think his company. He's worth four. I, I guess I can't. He's worth four hundred ninety million, according to Forbes. So if he makes four hundred eight million, he's basically doubling it. But to me, though, what's the difference between four hundred ninety million and nine hundred ninety million? Like, what, what, what do you? What's the? There's difference? nothing you can't do either way. That's what I'm getting. At. I was like, what, what, what's the lifestyle difference there? That, that's what I have a hard time with. Like, I have no problem when players, like NFL players, go take a bad contract and get thirty million years. Like thirty and fifteen, like those are different numbers. There are, yeah. like, Shaq had a different lifestyle than players on his team. But then you see, like, 500 million and a billion even. It's like, once you get to, like, once you cross, like, $300 million, it's like, you can do whatever you want forever. You're never going to run out of that money. I mean, really, if you have active income and 100 million, you're set. Because you have money flowing in, so you can buy anything you want. Right. Your house, even a fabulous house at 30, still not touching your like earnings with, having, if he's worth four hundred ninety million with his jersey sales forever, he he can do whatever he wants. He's never going to spend that money. Can like that's like generational generational wealth. wealth. Yeah, for sure. Because that that money's out there making money. That's the thing. To where like I get like especially like sports like football with short contracts. Like you'll get paid, but so that's where I was at on this. He has a shit ton of investments. Including, um, like his CR stuff, like his various gyms in Spain and Portugal and stuff. I don't think it's a pay cut, but it's 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 like a lifestyle cut. You're gonna go play two years in Saudi Arabia. You're gonna gain a lot of people who don't like you. You're gonna gain a lot of haters. And think of how much stuff that he won't be able to do now because they're so strict. Relig- like their laws are based on the religious stuff. I mean, I guess if you're a billionaire and stuff like. They probably do get away with it because there's a lot of dirty rape stuff going on in Saudi Arabia. Not a fan. Not a fan of that. But anyway. It's truly one of those you're at the train tracks and you're selling your soul to the devil. I don't. And like, I'm more offended by that than by Liv. Liv helped the PGA. No, it didn't. The players in the PGA. It forced them to increase the amount of money. Yeah, that's fair. But like, to me, like... It removed there the competitiveness. Certain, some of the great players. A lot of the people that went to live though aren't. They're not players like like Rory was really outspoken. It's like yeah, if everyone has made as much as you make, Rory, they wouldn't go. Like they don't play golf to be good people. They play golf because they like it and they want to make money. Like the, to me, I have no issue with that. But like Ronaldo has money. Like if Tiger went to live, I'd be like f you, man. Like the fact that Phil went is gross. But I think that helped. Establish established it. it. No, 100%. But I'm saying the fact that he went is just like, dude, you don't need that money. Plus, the live players don't even play in Saudi Arabia. Like, they had like six tournaments in the United States and mm. Canada. Like, yeah, but if you're playing in Saudi Arabia's football club, you're playing right and like living there for but half we, the season. It's just the difference. Like, if Tiger Woods went there, it'd be like, what are you doing? You know what I mean? Like, it's similar to that to me. 
You're already a mega star. Why? Why? If Mike Trout went to go play baseball in Saudi Arabia, like, why? LeBron, can you imagine? Why? I do like to think sometimes of Mike Trout going and playing in Japan and averaging like 75 home runs. My God. Dude, dude he's, he's so underrated. It's weird that you can be MVP. It's weird that you can be the best player in baseball history and be underrated. But that's why he's underrated because, like, the amount of people who understand that he's the best player ever is infinitesimally smaller than it should be. Because there's still a large group of morons that think that Babe Ruth is the best player that's ever lived in baseball. Not even. He's but, not even top 50. <laughs> like, he's not even top 50 to do me. Do you remember when we were with most overrated athletes and I had Babe Ruth and I had that whole rant, one of the first pods I did? It was I worth it. Basically, he's like, like, he's up there with Joe Namath. <laughs> So bad, man. Had a negative interception to touchdown ratio. Like, was he good in 1910? Sure. Totally. Was he one of three baseball players who didn't have freaking work in the mills all day before playing? Working right. the freaking digging coal it's like be, with like, yeah. Givens? It's like making his <laughs> live money. So, like, he, he was making the bag, so he didn't have to have a full-time job working in the mills and coming and playing baseball practice with... Wiping off the sawdust from his jersey. And to me, I think it's so interesting. Like I, we, I'm going to keep going back to this every week. It's not every week, but like every so often. Because I'm such a firm believer Like with athletes just getting better. We see it in like the freaking long jump in the 100-meter dash when we can just like something that's measurable. And then in basketball, we're like, people are going to get better. Or like basketball or football or baseball. It's like, yeah, athletes do get better. That's just true. But Aaron Donald of the 1980s. Oh. He'll have 90, <laughs> he'll have 98 sacks. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know what I mean? Like, have Derrick Henry play when Jim Brown was a stud. Oh, Lord. You know what I mean? Like, athletes, He would embarrass Jim Brown. And that's my... That's my the funniest to me LeBron knock is that when people say he couldn't play in the eighties is too physical. Like, are you talking about the six foot nine, two hundred and eighty pound monster would do worse when he was allowed to physically move people out of his way? He yeah, he, he would he just he wouldn't. looks like a whiner now, but it's because when he gets fouled, he's so strong that you don't see the foul, and so he gets upset. It's not, I don't think he's like ow that hurts. I don't think he's actually a wuss. I think it's more frustration that he's getting fouled and they're not calling it. Yeah, he they didn't show the first thirteen yeah. slaps. Yeah, it's misconstrued as like he's a wuss because he's pretending hurt. I'm like no, he's playing hurt, so it's obvious that he was touched. He would have made. I've seen him get hit in the face and slam it home with a ferocity that few people can do without getting hit in the face. He would have made Bill Lambier <laughs> eat his teeth. Oh my gosh! And he would have put. I don't, cuss, Isaiah. I don't cuss much on the show, but do you remember when the 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 Pistons, the bad boy Pistons, made Jordan look like a baby back bitch by just like yeah, bodying yeah. him? They couldn't have done that to LeBron. No, because that Michael, I think, was like 170, 185. No, that was before Michael bulked out. That yeah, was before he that got was to, his bulky 210. His bulky 6'6", 210. <laughs> that was before then, those days. Yeah, that Michael and, Jordan was... They just hit him. They were like, oh, every time he gets to the paint, hit him. Good luck, man. LeBron's still dunking it and then going to the line. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He would have made it. He's, tall. He, he's yeah. as tall as Bill Lambeer. And that's what he, and just, you, he would have made him eat his teeth. And that's what, he's, that's what made me think of it. It's like Bill Lambeer couldn't have been an enforcer to LeBron James. No. He would have came and tried to hit him. LeBron would have just still dunked it. They probably would have found a way to kick him out of the league because with that generation gap, 
it wouldn't have looked like a fair game. They probably would have found a way to keep him from. Although, really, honestly, in the early '80s and the shit part of Ohio he's from, he probably would have been arrested or something. Like the difference, he wouldn't have been on ESPN. He wouldn't have had like the national spotlight. He probably would have been profiled so hard because he would look like a thug in the '80s. Like, and here's the thing, he probably wouldn't have been a ball handler. He probably would have been his high school coach yeah. should have been like, no, get in the fucking post. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and he, so he wouldn't have been the same. He, he, he would have been he like Patrick Ewing. He, I would say he would have strived to be he'd Charles be like, Barkley. He'd be like Patrick Ewing. But I'm saying like a freak physical specimen that's not allowed to shoot or dribble. And if you so transported fast. him to the past, he would eat them alive. Yes, if he was he'd be on like the, the pros. He'd be one of the best shooters in the league <laughs> if you put him back in the 80s. God, I would love to see LeBron play someone in like the 50s or 60s. Like, so like, like to me, Bob like Cousy, someone, someone or like, abuse someone like Pistol Pete. Just like, a che- just like man. To me, like the funniest part is when people say stuff like, well, Steph couldn't play in the 80s or 90s because of the hand-checking stuff. You can't hand-check from 35 feet, man. Like that's the thing that pe- people don't realize how much how much better their sh- the shooting in the NBA has changed. He's a better three point shooter from thirty and people, than anyone like Ron Harper and Steve Kerr at. Yeah. And people say that like oh basketball players don't play defense anymore. They are playing the best, most advanced defense that's ever been played in the league. Players offensively are at a level that just the, no one's ever seen before now. Freak athletes from from five years old. People, Here's AAU. The who say this stuff are freaking casual fans who don't actually watch the NBA. The people who give me the most crap that like Jordan's the best ever, plain and simple, no one will ever beat him because I said so. Those type of people and like oh they couldn't play because it's too physical. They don't watch the NBA. I mean they just. They I mean, watch I mean I'm gonna say Jordan's the best ever because like you can't change the generations. No, that's fine. But I I'm saying the people who are like. Like I'm not talking about. But you, I like, admit LeBron would. But I'm saying the people Jordan. who are just like, you know, Jordan's best ever because he is like, and that's their reason, because six rings or whatever. And I'm like, what about Russell's? Like that, that's the thing they keep coming back to, like, and like just stuff like that kind of drives me insane. Or like people say, oh well, the defense was better back then. LeBron would just physical. back down. It was more Jordan. physical. No, what happened is players are better shooters and ball handlers now. You ha- you can't just pick people up at the free throw line anymore. Like the yeah. goal, you, you people liked the Knicks Pacers series back when the final score would be eighty two to seventy eight, and they had two guys you could consistently the Detroit shoot Pistons, the Big Benny Wallace times held yeah. them sixty nine points. Yeah, and you had, no. you had John Starks and freaking Reggie Miller, the only people who could shoot the ball beyond 16 feet consistently. That's Yeah, it's easier to play defense if you're all within 16 feet yes, sure. of the rim. When you have Steph and Clay and two more people on the floor who can shoot threes. And there was no three seconds. So, like, LeBron would have dunked every possession. Yeah. He would have blown through. And like just the amount John Starks and Isaiah Thomas and just the and amount of shooters, man. Like, I could just think three pointers weren't really embraced until like the late eighties or like the late nineties, really. Nineties, yeah. The late nineties, people started firing threes, and the thing is, when Ray like, Allen changed the game with the pop shots with the off the screen. Like, think about how much, how much harder it is to defend. Like, let's go back to 
Like, let's look at the LeBron teams that weren't freaking good when he was driving and you had Mo Williams and Booby Gibson in the corner. Like, it's hard to guard that because if you crash into too much on him, he just kicks it to a guy who can shoot a three-pointer. Like, you know what I mean? Like, they didn't have... Driving and kicking wasn't really a thing that you had to worry about back when supposedly defense was better. You weren't worried about the Kyle Corvers, Ray Allens of the world who were just going to shoot six... Threes a game. Corver would have been elite. He would have been in ninety nine. Uh, no, but he had an elite shooting. His career was extended by his three point abilities. Yeah. He would have been the best in the league for a decade. Well, if the, it was embraced. Well, I'm that. in the nineties, they wouldn't have used. Him. Yeah, he wouldn't have made it because he. They just like were like lackluster bl- defender. Well, they're just blind to the fact of how how much that makes it harder to defend people. To me, though, I will say. By one argue, I've heard the argument that the three point shot is overpowered. There was one series last year in the playoffs, so I was watching it, and I kind of agreed. It was a game against Dallas and Phoenix in the playoffs. Where Phoenix just hit on Phoenix fire. Was by far the better team, and it wasn't close. When you're watching it, you're like, they're so much better than them. But Dallas just kept hitting three pointers, and it was just kind of like. <laughs> They're not as good, man. Like when you watch it in March Madness, people talk about Fields passing. Yeah, Mac Jones ninety eight yards. Yeah, but like you watch March Madness and you see a random college team get hot from three, and it's just like they're not as good as the team they just beat. But they hit Steph threes. Curry with Davidson. Yeah, a fucking nobody team, no conference shit. But at least he was really good. Because he's, but he wouldn't have been able to do it if he were the shooting guard. It's because he brought it up and he was chucking from three. He beat the shit out of Wisconsin. I'll never forget that game. Butler, two years in a row. Oh, yeah, but, even but, without Gordon Hayward, man. Butler's got Butler with freaking Shelvin Mack. I was thinking UAB. I was thinking that the trap defense. Well, I was talking about Butler, but they just basically were like, we're going to play as slow as humanly possible. We're going to hold the ball to five seconds. We're going to make all our free throws. We're going to make this game so ugly. We'll be and so fundamentally sound. <laughs> you have to win. We're not going to lose. Yeah. And I was thinking it's like games like, like that's why I love college. You can muddy it up. Like you can't do that in the pros. No. Can you imagine like trying to like play against LeBron James? Like, we're going to ugly this game up. <laughs> like, all right, man. <laughs> I don't think LeBron's. I, mean, I would have loved to have seen LeBron play in college. Yeah. Well, I don't, I honestly, don't, as a college goes, I think he Kevin said Durant he would, to, would probably would have went to Ohio State. Which I think Kevin Durant would be a better college player than LeBron. He played college. Durant did. I know. Yeah, but Texas. At, at the time, he weighed a solid one twenty. Yeah, he was his skin and <laughs> it looked like a skeleton with skin on it. It was so bad. But Durant, I think, is a better college player than LeBron would have been, because LeBron couldn't shoot until like what year six or seven, and there's no three in the key. There's no nothing like you can just the thing zone is zone out LeBron, and charges and travels are called in college. Well, LeBron in, in college, I mean, one of his best skills is passing. So unless he has shooters mm. around him, it really mm. it really That's nerfs true. him a little bit. He'd have been great, don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, he still <laughs> would have been up for, like, player of the year. He'd but been... the game translation of, like, Durant is a almost a perfect college player. He just scores. Like yeah. Mike, Michael Beasley, man. Just buckets. God, who's that white guy with that little pedophile mustache? Curly hair. He was, like... He stayed next year in college and turned out to be nothing in the pros along the same time as Kevin Durant. Shimmer? 
No, Jimmer Fredette was way after. He was fun. God, he made it into the NBA, but he didn't play. Luke Walton. <laughs> curly hair? White curly hair guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, Andrew Morrison. Adam Morrison. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, that the was dumb. Pedophile mustache. Man. I don't know why they thought that dude was gonna be good. But yeah, that's him. So here's, oh, here's come on, Diggs. Here's an interesting thing. So Victor Webanyama, Mister, gonna ruin the NBA season himself. Victor, Webanyama. are you gonna bring up Bull? Bull, Bull. Yeah. What about him? He does the same shit. No, Bull Bull's not. Bull Bull's not that good. Bull Bull's in the league, man. Right. He's playing this year. He's okay. Let me uh, tell me. Lay it on me. He's actively surprisingly not bad, but he's he's just different. Inform me on yum 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 yum. Dude's gonna. Dude's a freaking monster. Dude's like seven four. Can bring the ball up himself. Hey, is that Adam Morrison right there? Can freaking shoot. Vit <laughs> yeah. Webanyama. Like I say, he's he's he's. Everyone's saying he's the best prospect of all time, and he might be. Like, he's 7'4". He shoots fadeaway threes. He could dribble it himself. His defense is surprisingly stout. Like, he'd, like, guard point guards on the outside. Like, he's got my one qualm. He's got feet unheard of from the gangly side, yeah. My, my one qualm is that, like, with saying that he's the best prospect of all time is... With LeBron, the one thing LeBron had on Wembenyama isn't height, obviously, or shooting ability even <laughs> at the time. Mm-hmm. It's no one ever was like, is LeBron's body going to hold up in the NBA? That's true. <laughs> Motherfucker was all muscle. <laughs> like, there was no concern. That dude at 16 was like a man. He looked like he could be tested for <laughs> HGH. And to me, that says something. Like, as there's, a prospect, a, there's a true genetic profile, yes. As a prospect... That's like, I understand Webman. He might be the most exciting. He might have the highest ceiling of any prospect ever. I'll, I'll happily say that. He is the highest ceiling of any prospect you've ever seen. Because he, he like, break the NBA ceiling. Like, I mean, really, so is Zion. He can't shoot, though. Most points in the first 100 games only behind Michael Jordan. No, he's good. Of all time. No, he's good. I, I mean, I'm saying that the ceiling of Wembenyama of like a guy who can shoot fadeaway three pointers at seven four. Like, he does have you, much better. T- yeah. What do like, you do with that? Like to me, that's I mean, like his ceiling is just like by far the best ever. If you have a decent release, you can't even block it. Oh, he he has a fadeaway. I don't. Know if, we'll have to watch some highlights later. Like he fades away at seven four. But like Steph pulls up from thirty, but Steph is six one. I've never and he seen a guy shoots here. So, I've but like, never seen the guy fade here, away at seven four. Is it possible with a decent speed of release to for a six foot point guard even, or six even six? Slow, even if you're Webanyama, if he shoots it slow, if he fades away at seven four, can anyone block it? He's basically no. always open. Like that's the thing. Like and if you're now, hitting that consistently, because like even Dwight Howard at his peak athleticism. Who can jump 14 feet, 13 feet? He can't even guard you with the three-point line. How are no, you no. out there? That's a, that's what I'm, like, I'm just trying to think of the feasibility of blocks, Durant's, not even like one-on-one. Yeah, one. the only one who can even stand out there with him. And he's seven foot, so he has the best chance. But, like, there are very few guys who could even try to... Like, he's open. That's the thing. is like he's shooting almost uncontested every time. 
Yeah, when you're that tall, like you don't even like, have anything blocking your view. Eyes. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he's just kind of <sighs> shooting. Like have you ever have you ever played it's like with warm like, up? <laughs> have you ever played with like a child basketball? Like when you're shooting, like if you play a Savannah, she's not in. She's not. It's like she's not there when you're shooting. That's kind of how he has to feel. No, I know. I got to. I got to play with a kid. The only D1 kid I ever got to play with, Devin Bowwinkle, who went to West Virginia. And there's just something about every move they make being so much better than anything you're doing. And it's so fluid. Your body can't adjust to their mm. natural movements right. quicker than like when you're trying to keep up. And, and that- it's just like a flow. Like it's ridiculous. And then our basketball coach was a D2 player who was a really good D2 player with an amazing mid-line, uh, mid-range jumper. It's wild what the difference in levels of basketball there are. Yeah. Like if you have played with like a D3 player, man, you're like, this guy's special. And then it's like, yeah, but he can't even play D2. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, just like footwork and like knowing your presence on the court and where you're at and to have a... The things they I, don't I think, think about, you can't even game plan for because you're not good enough to game plan for their skill. That's why I kind of hate that the baseball is the hardest sport to go pro with. No, it's, it's basketball. There are... There are such a gap. Well, there are 360 professional basketball players at the time. It's worldwide. Like everyone in the world plays basketball at this point. And yep. then the worst part is you have people like LeBron James who's going to take up 20 years worth of that 360 spots. Basically meaning in a 20 year span, there's 359 spots. And the amount of guys who will play 15, 20 years in that the league. The best player in the state there's a good chance won't ever make it. But I mean, out of the 360 players in the league, I bet a hundred of them have 12 year careers. Yeah. A lot of, and a lot yeah. of those are just because they do one thing really well. Well, exactly. But I'm saying they last so long that the, like the best way to tell it is there's 60 picks in the NBA draft, like 20 of them. Like I would say like 38 of them make rosters the rookie year. <laughs> like there's 60 drafts, 22 of them immediately are cut. And then like within like three years of that draft, there's probably like 15 players left. Thank God for the D and G league now. Cause just people that are late bloomers just never stood a chance before now. Yeah. But I said like there are probably like 15 players that are still in the league after like three seasons. Like it's like the amount of like just you being kicked out of there is so crazy. It's not like baseball where there's so many call-ups and call-downs in a year. Because basketball, not only do you only have 12 people on your roster, they're like most teams have nine-man rotations in the regular season. Yeah. Nine or ten. So that means like 270 to 300 guys actually play. (laughs) And then you get to the playoffs, and it's like, all right, time for eight people to play. (laughs) Like, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, there's always that one player. It seems like there's you're there to fit this scheme when we play this team. Or you get the guys like Boban Marjanovic, who's oh, awesome in those oh, commercials. Oh, what? I knew that was coming. But like you get guys like him who are like... Is that Poyer? Always, who's going to be in the league. He's going to be in the league for a decade. Poyer, man. He's, he said he's shooting. only plays in blowouts because he can't actually play. Yeah, he's so cool. But isn't it funny? Like, there are so many guys like that. It's like, oh, he can't like really play. He, we can play in garbage time, maybe. But like, And you'll be a fan a, favorite. He's such a liability when he's out there. Like, It's so wild. Poyer said he's going for the record. To me, that's a... Pro- oh, shit. He lost it. 
that's the perfect reason for what how that's much better basketball is now. Boban Marjanovic is the most efficient scorer in, in the history of the league, and he can't play because they do play defense now, and he's so freaking slow that he can't guard oh, anyone. If he would have played in the eighties, he'd have been the best player in the league. Because I could have just camped him in the paint and let him stand down there. And the game was slow enough he could have came up and down. You know what I mean? Like, nowadays, the game's too fast. He gets lost in the shuffle. And when you what you do if he's out there, you just you just go, like, you're like, all right, you're taller than us. We're just going to go small. We're just going to have people who can shoot because he can't guard us out there. So we're always open. We're getting an open three every time. Sure, that's something you couldn't have done in the 80s <laughs> because everyone's playing within 16 feet. But yeah. Hamlin saw it. All right. Well, this week, uh, this was a good week. Anth about it. Play some Madden. Look at some Wimbanyama highlights. Show you why I'm stoked about the guy. Let's do it. I said, I, I won't, I haven't, while I take exception to best prospect ever, definitely your most tantalizing, most exciting, highest ceiling ever. Like I when your qualm is, can this guy play basketball for five years? Availability is worth something, right? Yeah, the best ability is availability. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Hope uh, this long COVID goes and I don't feel so tired. But I'm still going to whoop your ass in Madden, I hope. Hope you all take it easy. Take it breezy. Take it light. Hug your kids. Hug your family. Hope you're ready for Christmas. Get your trees up. Start watching movies for Christmases, the Santa Claus. Don't bother watching uh, the Santa Clauses, the new one on Disney, the weekly episodes. I think it was fucking garbage. I watched two episodes and I'm done with that. Um, Zach told me to watch uh, Arthur Christmas, so I'll give that I'll give that a shot. Uh, watch the new Christmas story on HBO. Watch Eight Bit Christmas. Yeah, just take it easy. Enjoy family. You don't know. Uh, I just talked to a patient today whose husband died unexpectedly. Even though he's 70, fit and healthy, 70, just, just random, just went. So I got to go get my condolences to her tomorrow. Um, hug your kids, hug your family, say a prayer, be happy, live free, be joyous. Later. Thanks for listening to the On Call Podcast. Check us out on Twitter at On Call Pod. Interested in being a sponsor or want to be on the show? Drop us an email at oncallpod at gmail.com. For more info, go to oncallpod.com.